0: wish you could hear God's voice? Are you struggling to find stillness in the busyness of mom life? Is being present daily and sometimes moment by moment a battle for you? Welcome home, sister. This is Unabridged Faith. Aloha, my name is Paige Amber Bacani. I am a lover of Jesus, wife, mama, and mentor. After living by my own strength for years, I finally gave up and took a chance on Him. The simplest way to describe what the Lord has done in my life is that I was one way and now I am completely different. I want that for you. My mission is to journey alongside you as we openly grow in our faith by being present with God's Word, practicing prayer, pursuing fellowship, and sharing powerful testimonies. If you want to learn how to invite God's peace into your heart, motherhood, and mind, I know this podcast will speak to you. Slip on your shoes, strap on your little ones, and let's go for a walk. We have a date with the Lord. All my love, your sister, Paige. Aloha and happy Monday, sweet sisters. I hope that you guys had a wonderful Valentine's week and that this week is just as good because Valentine's is just a day, right? Every day can be full of love. And that is something that I want to address today. There's going to be a lot of Bible, which means that there's going to be a lot of revelation, right? Because anytime we are reading God's word, we are hearing from God. Father God, we love you so much. May I honor and glorify you as I speak your word. May you soften everyone who is hearing my voice right now. And may you just reveal yourself to us in new ways every day we've heard over and over again that God is love, but what does that actually mean? Please bring us the knowledge and insight as to what that means at a deeper level than what we've ever experienced before through this episode. We love you, Lord. We thank you, and we are so grateful for you and your word and your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, I am at the point where I sit down to record something with you guys, and there's just so much Bible. I just want to sit down and read all the way from Genesis to Revelation because it all matters. Every single word carries weight. But today, I have kind of zoomed in on 1 John 4, starting in chapter 7. And I'm actually going to read all the way through. Sorry if I'm winded. I just got off a walk with my boys. (laughs) But I'm going to read all the way through until chapter 21. And then there's a really powerful excerpt in my New King James Version Bible. It's a women's Bible specifically. And it's called The Attributes of God that says He is love. So just giving you ladies a mini roadmap of what's to come. And continuing in our theme of love for the month of February, I'm going to start reading in 1 John 4, chapter 7. And the title of this section is God's Love and Ours. It says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. There's our phrase. This is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world, that we might live through Him. This is love, our phrase from last week. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. God is love, that same phrase. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. First, John 4, 7 through 21. There's so much in there. It says twice, God is love. It also includes our phrase from last week that says, love is love. And it says it a little different in here. It's a little different than last week. It says, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. So although this is love is different than 1 Corinthians 13, it's still that same concept of agape love, loving just to love, expecting nothing in return sacrificial love to the point where jesus actually sacrificed his life for us before any of us chose him he chose us that is incredible it's just so beautiful how god is tying all of this in just to be so sweet as to give us a new view of his love for us I'm not good enough to come up with all of this on my own. He reveals it to me as I'm revealing it to you. And it's just amazing. So he's also tying in 1 John 4, 18 through 19. And if I remember correctly, this is a verse that we talked about that first week that we love because he first loved us. We didn't choose to love him and then he decided to love us. No, he chose to die for us. He chose to create us before we ever made any choice, before we did anything, before we said anything, before we became anything, which is so counter-cultural to where we live today. But that's the kingdom, right? The kingdom is is right side up. We're upside down. I've heard it said the other way, but I don't believe that that's true. I believe that the kingdom just looks so different from where we're at. But if we ask God to give us revelation of his love, give us revelation of his kingdom, we can begin to see these differences and walk in his path of love, walk in his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven, just like Jesus taught us to pray, right? <laughs> Well, Jacob says no, but actually it's right. (laughs) Below that, we start talking about whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or a sister is a liar. And I feel very strongly that next week we'll be talking about rebuking, speaking the truth in love. So please pray for me because there's a whole lot that goes into that biblically and personally. That is a journey that I have been on with the Lord since I knew speaking the truth and love was a thing. I'm pretty good at speaking the truth. Or at least my opinion. Which I'm also learning to trade my opinions for truth. But I'm really good at doing that. I'm not so good at doing it in love. I'm not so good at doing it in a way that is uplifting. And encouraging. And thoughtful of the other person. Instead of just getting whatever I have to say off of my chest. So... I'm really excited for what God has to teach me as well as what he has to teach you because it has been so important for me to learn this small phrase, speaking the truth in love for my marriage, for my motherhood, for me being a sister and a daughter and a friend and a stranger. And I hope all of that for you as well. So that is our First John 4 excerpt. And I now want to move into the section of my Bible where someone has written attributes of God. He is love. It says, love is not a definition of God. God is infinitely more, but God is the definition of love. I love that. I'm going to read it again. Love is not a definition of God, so we cannot say love is God. That's untrue. God is infinitely more, but God is the definition of love, so we can say God is love. Without him, love does not exist. Biblical love, or agape, is active, yet selfless. Though most graphically and fully illustrated in God's love for us, agape love is also God's pattern for our love for Him and for our love for one another. Its basis is God's deliberate, active, sacrificial giving of His Son for our redemption. To be loved by God Means that he has set his sights on us and is actively wooing us towards himself at all times. God's love is self starting, indestructible, undeserved, compassionate, constant, immeasurable, voluntary, and a gift. He did not begin loving at the cross nor will he love us more tomorrow than he does today. There is nothing we can do, think, or say that will change his love because there are no surprises for God. He knows us totally and loves us anyway. The goal of God's love is to have us with him throughout eternity. He presented and made possible the accomplishment of this goal through Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross. I mean, come on. That is truth. That is the truth spoken in love. I don't know if it gets any more clear than that, than actual Bible, but wow. Let me read that last sentence again. He presented and made possible the accomplishment of this goal, his goal to have us with him through eternity, through Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross. That is a wide open invitation for anyone here who has not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior yet to do so. This is showing you that your creator is love and he created you out of love, and he created you for love, and he wants to love you for all of eternity, and he wants you to love him for all of eternity. There's no ulterior motive. The motive is love, and I pray for the person who is struggling to believe that because I've been you, and sometimes I still am. Father God, I lift up your word. I lift up this passage. I lift up the truth that was spoken today and I ask that even now, it's seeping even deeper into our minds, into our hearts, into our bodies, that we would willingly surrender all to you, not knowing all the steps, not understanding love in its fullness, but out of choice, just like you chose us Now we have the freedom to choose love, whereas before we didn't because we didn't even know what love was, and your word is so clear about that, God. So may we love you, and because we love you, may we also love our brothers and sisters, our family, our community, strangers that we come into contact with, everyone, And that this love comes from you, from the choice to love you, from the choice to know you, from the choice to accept your invitation and let Christ live through me and me live through him. Lord, we love you so much. We thank you for who you are, who you've been to us, who you're becoming to us. And we just ask for more of you. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys so much. I hope you have such a beautiful week and that you take some time to just be with the one who created you this week. And don't be afraid to ask him. I still don't get it. What does it mean that you are love? Can you please show me more? And he will. It is his joy to commune with you, to talk to you, to answer your questions, and please begin in his word, because that is where the answers are. Be still, be quiet, wait for those impressions that are so gentle that you can almost ignore them, but if you choose to follow them, it will radically change your life. I can promise you that because I'm living it. Again, I love you guys. That was a lot. I hope you have a place and space to process this. As always, you know how to connect and get a hold of me, and I hope that you continue doing that. I love you all. Have a great week. Aloha, sweet sister. I am eager to connect and hear how the Lord spoke to you through today's episode or maybe even throughout the week because I trust that He did. I want to ask you to pause and help me with a quick favor. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, please take a moment and share how through leaving a heartfelt review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other women like us find unabridged faith. Your kind words fill my heart with so much joy and I have hope that your review also encourages others. If you are ready to go all in with your faith, please email me at unabridgedfaith at gmail.com so we can stay in touch. And come join our community of faith-filled women at facebook.com unabridgedfaith unabridged faith. I trust that the Lord will continue to use this podcast to draw us nearer to His heart. And I pray for a week full of intention and connection as we grow in unabridged faith. In Jesus' name, amen.